Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Wednesday morning. Good old hump day is among us once again. So I hope everybody is uh, happy to be alive and happy to have another day to uh, uh, serve the Lord. We could, um, you know, at least the groundhogs aren't bringing our mail this morning. So that's always a good thing. And uh, that we can uh, have another day to, to glorify the Lord and be glad that uh, he gave us another day. But So use it wisely. It's uh, I wish uh, time could be like a bank and you could store it up and then uh, uh, withdraw when you want it and need it. And, but unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Once it's gone, it is gone. So I... Um, if anything, if I could have froze time for a little while when my, my kids were little, I just wish we could uh, uh, have a way to, to freeze them uh, for about uh, 10 years and then uh, <laughs> then let them start growing up. So I hate seeing them growing older and uh, they just don't uh, find old dad as uh, uh, as fun as they used to. So they, they're off doing their their own things now and old daddy's left behind. But uh, oh well, such is life. But uh, maybe one of these days they'll uh, they'll they'll realize that old old dad wasn't as uh, crazy as they thought. But then again, I, I probably am. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, of course, uh, you know I understand everybody's uh, uh, on edge with this election thing going on. Like I was tell, telling you yesterday, just um, give it to the Lord and let it go. It's all you can do. Getting tore about it ain't gonna change a thing. And in fact, last night I was just curious. We had, uh, we have got a. Alexa and I was asking. I said, "What? Uh, who do you think who's going to win the presidential election?" And uh, of course, uh, the computer, whatever you want to call it, uh, said that uh, the New York Post is saying 65% are in favor of uh, or betting those who are betting on it. 65% say Biden's going to win, and that 51% uh, uh, of the nation's for Biden. And I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. I, uh, I never understood this hate for Trump anyway. I've never got that. But you know, but you know, they'll uh, support everything that's immoral and and godless. Uh, a lot of you know. So I don't know. I just uh, I don't get it. But let's pray. <laughs> It's a good, good outcome, but either way, the Lord's got it, and we've got to trust in that and uh, and be be jiggy. All right, let's go ahead and uh, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning, and I do ask for you to stand and place your hand over your heart if you, if you can. If you can't, I understand, but let us uh, stand here. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise God for having that freedom and the ability to say that pledge each morning, and uh, praise God for it. And I, uh, I, that's one thing that I'm glad I started doing these devotions each morning, is uh, doing this Pledge of Allegiance. And I think it's necessary, I think it's needed, and I think it's a good addition to uh, uh, our studying in God's Word. So, now this morning we're going to look at uh, Psalm 71, uh, 13. So if you have your Bibles handy, go ahead and uh, look that up. And uh, and we're also going to look at Hebrews 4:12. So you can go ahead and and uh, place your index finger there if you want to. But uh, Psalms, Psalm, Psalms. <laughs> 
71, 13. Let them be confounded and consumed that are... I cannot read this morning. I'm sorry. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. Okay. And, uh, but we really want to focus on let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul is where we really want to uh, focal, uh, is the main focal point of this particular verse. Now, what we're looking at here this morning is uh, talking about uh, the living word of God. And we see that let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to our soul. We see that we read God's word that um, because it is living, because it is powerful, we see that we have God's protection. You know, when uh, we uh, were talking about adversaries here, that, uh, you know, we have the, the devil who walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's looking to steal, kill, and destroy. Uh, the there are, Our adversaries could be uh, spiritual, mental, emotional. Uh, it could be people. It could be whatever it may be. But we know that God is going to protect us. Remember, if God is for us, who can be against us? And uh, that's why uh, God's Word talks to us and comforts us. Uh, you know, I, was, uh, I think it was uh, Matthew Henry uh, talked about how it um, uh, converts, it uh, comforts, and it conforms. That's how we, we look at God's Word and how it is living and that it is powerful. And that's why it brings us over here to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Uh, it says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Now, uh, we can read on down to uh, verse 15 um, that says that, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. Because we see here that uh, God's word is living, it is powerful. As we read here in, in verse 12 of chapter 4 of Hebrews, uh, you know, it is... Um, uh, it is be unlike any other book. You know, you could read another book and you may uh, uh, have a fleeting feeling of emotion. Uh, it may may or may not be uh, life-changing, you know, depending on what book you're reading. But when you read God's Word, uh, it, because it God is living, His Word is living. This is how He talks to us. Uh, and uh, I like that um, one of my former professors at Grace had shared this little meme, and I shared it as well. Said uh, had the rock uh, from uh, the movie uh, Escape from Witch Mountain with the kids sitting in the back seat, and uh, uh, he said uh, the caption was, uh, "I wish I could hear God talk to me." And little girl says, well, "Read, uh, uh, read the Bible." And he said, "No, I mean out loud." She said, "Read the Bible out loud," <laughs> and because uh, that's how God talks to us. That's how He communicates to us. But God's word is living. What, what any other book can you read? And when you when you read that, it does convict. You know, it, it is something that, uh, that pierces to the joint and marrow uh, of our souls and of our bodies. Uh, it does uh, teach us and tell us about salvation. Teach, it shows us the way to Jesus Christ, and it shows us and helps us to learn how to live, how to understand faith, how to keep persevering, how to keep pushing forward. See, we have God's word to encourage. That's like we're seeing here in Psalm 71, 13, that it protects us. And we understand God's protection. We understand he sends the parakletos, the Holy Spirit, to uh, guide us uh, and to encourage us. 
and we understand uh, God's uh, Jesus Christ's substitutionary atonement on the cross. We understand these things. We read God's living word. It's how God communicates with us, how he talks to us. It is living. It is powerful. And it is unlike any other book on, the, on this planet. Uh, you know, it's amazing how those throughout history have tried to silence God's word. And, to try, and, and as a result, the opposite happened. It spread that much more. Uh, you know, you look at uh, in England uh, long you know, before uh, our America was, uh, uh, our ancestors come to America, rather. And uh, you see how the uh, men were, were persecuted for trying to get God's word out there. See, before just only the, the priest uh, had access, and it was only in Latin. And then you have uh, people like uh, uh, John Bunyan and so many others that uh, uh, were, were working hard to get God's word out there, and they were imprisoned. Many were burned at the stake for trying to get the word out to uh, the people uh, of, uh, of that country. And uh, or to the world, and because uh, people, you know, I, I like that uh, movie Book of Eli and how uh, the bad guy talks about there about this one book that is powerful, that's changed nations, that opens people's minds, uh, that uh, uh, helps them to understand freedom. He's after this one particular book, and the whole time it was God's holy word that he was trying to squelch and squash and trying to, to prevent those that were left in this post-apocalyptic world to get their hands on because it does it does change it does conform it does it is powerful it is living just like i was talking about what matthew henry said that it does uh, convict it is does conform uh that it is comforting you know there's so many things in our lives can be spiraling out of control and we can read god's word and it is comforting you know i told my wife the other day i had this uh dream where this uh uh, I was at the at the VA and I uh, uh, was laying in a, a bed in the hallway and this individual come by and they had their, their mask on. They pulled their mask down. They looked very demonic looking. And, um, uh, and also they started doing some weird uh, uh, demonic uh, symbolage on my forehead and all of a sudden I was choking and I couldn't breathe. And I just started, all that I could do was say, Jesus, please, Jesus, help me, please, Jesus. And I woke up, and I was gasping for air, uh, trying to breathe. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful thing, you know, it, that when we can quote Scripture, when it comes to mind. But even if we cannot quote Scripture, we can just say the name of Jesus, and it brings great comfort. It gives us the strength. It gives the ability to keep pushing forward. You know, and that's why we can read verses like Hebrews 4.12. We can read verses like Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and 13. We can read verses like Matthew 6 and 25 through the end of the chapter when it comes to worrying and, and not to worry about those things. We can read 2 Timothy uh, 2.1.7 uh, where God's like gives us a spirit of fear but a power of love and a sound mind. We can read all these verses throughout Romans uh, 8.28 for, uh, that uh, all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We, we have all these verses Verses that we can rely on because God's word is living. It is powerful. It is real. And only God's word can truly talk to us and get to the core and the heart of the matter of what we need to what we need to hear and, and what we uh, need to be convicted of at times. And so uh, praise God for that. This is not just some random book that sits on the shelf like uh, uh, some Shakespearean sonnet. It is uh, uh, it is truth. 
It is uh, living. It is real. It is what we need. I love that. I've always liked that acronym uh, for Bible, uh, Basic Instructions Before Living Earth, you know, the B-I-B-L-E. And uh, I love that. And uh, we, that's why it's imperative and important. Uh, good morning, David. Uh, we've been praying for you. I hope you're feeling better. Uh, but um, that's why it's imperative and important that you read God's Word on a daily basis, uh, that you uh, are spending that time with God. You know, we communicate verbally through prayer, but we also need to listen to that still small voice, listen for Jesus to talk to us. And we need to read God's Word so He can communicate it to us through His Word, that living Word. That's why when you can read verses... And uh, some people can confuse uh, how God talks to us through those verses uh, and try to say, well, it's up to your interpretation. That's not how it works. God's word is clear on how that, uh, that's what's called hermeneutics, so that we can probably understand uh, the uh, exegesis and eisegesis, and we can understand uh, how it was uh, meant for the original audience and how we are to apply it uh, to today. But I can read a verse and God may reveal something to me that I didn't see before because it is living. And you may read that same verse and the God may reveal something to you. It doesn't change the interpretation or the meaning that God may be revealing something through that to communicate to you. And that's what we have to pray about is for that discernment and that understanding. Like I said, I've read the Bible uh, 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 through. <laughs> My mind is crazy this morning. I read the, the Bible completely through. Uh, this will make the uh, 16th year, I think, 16th time that I've read the Bible from uh, all the way through. And that, that's a wonderful thing. And I can read that each year, and I still learn something new. It's not like, you know, you can read a book. You know, you can read, um, I don't know, what's a good book, a bunch of books in here. Uh, say, um, I don't know, Tom Sawyer or something. And, uh, is, and you know, once you've read it, well, you pretty much know what, what's in it. You know, it's like watching a movie. You know what's going to happen next. And, you know, you get kind of bored with it. Well, it's not like it with God's Word because it is living. Uh, good morning, Talena. We will keep, continue to, uh, to pray for you as well. But, uh, but that's why we have to continue to read that. And see, the old devil wants to keep you from that. He wants to cause that division. He wants to, to stall you from reading God's Word because he does know that it's living. He does know that it's powerful. And he does know that it is life-changing. And he wants to prevent you from that. And if he can keep you, have you excuses from reading God's Word and spending time in prayer, then he's accomplished his mission. You know, and, and people say, well, I don't have enough time. You know, I've said this before, and I'll say it a million times after this. You always have enough time to do the things you really want to do. You know, it's amazing how you can shift a schedule around to do what you really want to do. And if you really want to be on fire for the Lord, then that, then you're going to make that proper time to do that. But uh, that's why we need God's Word, so we can have that understanding of what God is trying to communicate and trying to tell us. We understand what it means uh, to be loved. We understand why Christ come uh, to save us from very real hell. We understand faith. We understand redemption. We understand sanctification, glorification. And we, we understand these things, why we need to repent, why we need to ask for forgiveness of our sins, why we need to do these things, and why it's important uh, that we serve an almighty God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. We understand that, but you will not have the equipment, you will not have the tools, and you will not have the arsenal to fight back uh, when you're under attack in this battle and our Christian walk if you're not spending that proper time in Scripture and in prayer. It is imperative. It's like going out into a battlefield in the, in the middle of 
Afghanistan, and uh, you're saying, oh, I didn't bring my uh, machine gun today. I just uh, I was too busy on Facebook or uh, had things to do, so I'm going to walk out in the middle of the battlefield and uh, with no armor on and no uh, nothing to fight with. Well, you're going to get mowed down real fast and real quick. And uh, good morning, Miss Gingerhood. And uh, we'll continue to pray for you and your friends as well. Uh, but uh, so that's why we, it's important that we are equipped and that we are ready for the battle at hand. And, you know, you have to know your weapon. And if you, as any soldier, uh, you that's why they make you break that gun down and put it back together a million times till you can do it blindfolded so you can know that weapon inside and out. And, well, we that's when it comes to God's Word. That is our weapon, our arsenal to fight back with, and you better know it inside and out. So when... That roaring lion seeks to come to devour, to seek, kill, and destroy. We can be protected and we can fight back. And that's what we're seeing here in Psalm 71 13. Let them be confounded and consumed that our adversaries to my soul, that we are we have God's protection. And we can read Hebrews 4 12, understanding that God's word is indeed living and it is powerful. It is unlike any other book in the world. Praise God for that. So my friends, I encourage you today to make sure you're spending that proper time in God's word so we can understand his leading and have his discernment for uh, our lives. And uh, we can't, we have to, it's imperative uh, that we do not slack in our duties as Christians to do those things that we are called to do. But uh, you've got to spend that time in the word and in prayer. Let us, let us pray. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for your good word. And, uh, Lord, thank you uh, for its power uh, to convict, to conform, and to comfort. And, Lord, uh, help us each day to spend that time in the word, to spend that time serving you, to show that in our priorities you do come first. And, Lord, uh, let us be humble before you in all things. And, Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Lord, I, I, Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with this nation. And Lord, I pray that you bring healing upon this land. I pray that you bring peace. And Lord, I pray that the election results be one we can all rejoice in. Lord, I pray that you be with our brother in Christ, uh, Mr. David Stennett. And Lord, I pray that you bring uh, healing upon him and uh, guide the doctor's hands to bring him to full and complete health. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll take away this coughing and this uh, uh, sickness that Talena's dealing with. And Lord, I pray that you be with Troy and Ginger Hood and their friends. And Lord, I pray that you be with Kim Penix. And I pray that you be with Wendy Lee. I pray that you'll be with Ron Thompson. And uh, I pray that you will be with uh, Linda David Feathers and uh, Roger Winters. And uh, so many others, Lord. Uh, Lord, I pray you be with Jerry Ball as he's uh, uh, fighting uh, for uh, this COVID and uh, so many others who are battling COVID as well. You bring healing and help and uh, take away any pain and discomfort, restore their breathing. And Lord, I pray you be with Donna Graves and heal her. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with our president, give him wisdom, knowledge, discernment in these difficult times. And Lord, be with us, lead us, God, and protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning, and uh, don't forget to tune in this evening at 7 o'clock as we continue our study in Titus. It's going to make for a great study. You definitely want to tune in this evening, and uh, there's a lot of applicable uh, things that uh, that we're going to uh, be able to do. We have to do this 
this uh, exegetical study, this expository teaching, and uh, you'll be glad that you tuned in. So be sure and do that. And, uh, and as always, if you want to share these devotions on Facebook, you can find me at Dr. Young 77 If you don't do Facebook, well, or if you don't, sorry, obviously you do, you'll be watching. If you know someone who doesn't do Facebook and want to watch the devotions each morning, they can watch on our website at flbconline.com. We're hoping, we're working, uh, we've, it's been down uh, on there, but our IT guy is working diligently. Hopefully that'll be up, hopefully by this evening. And uh, if you haven't already, be sure and uh, tune in to the Dark Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, don't cost you a thing. And uh, But it's audio only, you can listen to all the sermons and all the devotions we do each morning uh, right there as you're going out and about your day. But uh, I do hope everybody has a blessed day today. I uh, I know uh, the old good old hump day. You know, it seems like it, when you're at work, it seems like it takes forever for the day to get by. But when you're at home, it goes by just like that. So I, it, it, can, it can be a little frustrating. But um, I do hope everybody has a good day and a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.